Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It is Case in Point, and it is Lorne Honickman. I'm just going to bring you right in. Hello. Hi, how are you? I, I thought you'd like to hear your music this week, because we didn't get it last week. Yeah, that was good. Wow. Isn't that slick? Snap my fingers, and away we go. <laughs> it's like an old, old uh, Western. I won't even ask who does the voice. Yeah. I don't know who that is. With Lorne Honickman. Yeah. It's like me after a few cigarettes at a hard Friday night. Exactly. It doesn't happen. Um, all right, let's talk about a few uh, legal headlines, because we talk an awful lot yeah. about gun violence, how to get it under control. And as you well know, because it's probably been happening since your reporting days of the Toronto mayor calling on the feds for a gun ban, um, right. because that has been 20 years of headlines, you know, just the same symbolic do-nothing stuff. Yeah, and it's just, you know, there's two sides of why you just put your hands up with the story, Alex. Number one, the mayor writes the letter. Well, <laughs> the mayor writes the letter. Well, he didn't write his letter. Just let's poll. be honest. Someone wrote it, and then he signed it. All right. Well, he signed <laughs> it. And, uh, and it comes out at the exact same time as a forum research poll says that yeah. 42% of Torontonians say that public safety is at the top of the list. Funny top that, of the eh? list of the issues. <laughs> Right, okay. So now he writes to the federal government because presumably he's saying, well, it's the feds that control criminal law. They're the ones that can change the criminal code. And he's writing it as if Trudeau, as if that government is going to go, oh, yeah, we're going to change, we're going to change the criminal code to make things really, really tough. We're going to because Trudeau reads for- the criminal code. Oh, yeah, because he really (laughs) understands that. He's the guy that comes to the Danforth and talks about compassion instead of talking about the issues that happened there that we still haven't talked about to this day. By the way, can I just stop you right there? Like, am I the only one who thinks this is a little strange? That no one's talking about what happened. Like we've gotten no detail. No, no, like no, not no, no. one I'm detail. With you, Alex. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm with what's you, going Alex. on here? Something's Read Tarek Fatah today. Read. There's some people who are out there. Um, I sent you an article last week. Uh, there's people been writing about this, but nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about. Uh, I don't. I don't hear the the the, the chief of police talking about. Nope. It. I don't hear. And we certainly no don't motive. Hear the no government talking. No. Oh, nothing. Like nope. this nope. thing disappeared. Who went out there? Yep, went out there one one night, started shooting, and you know he's confused. He's you know he's come. He's had some mental health issues, probably. Stories wrapped. Uh, we don't. Yeah, that's it. So so this is this is the government that the mayor of Toronto is writing to and saying, let's lock people up. Let's lock people up because that's going to be some sort of solution. It's a comedy of political. Errors. It's just, it's like, please, like, what, why don't we just cut to the chase? That's not going to happen. The criminal code, this federal government's not going to change the code. And even if, Alex, even if it's something that you could say to yourself, hmm, 
maybe the government would consider it. Maybe this government would consider it. Then you look at it and say, is it really the solution? Is, you know, do the statistics really bear out that it's the people who are out on bail who are committing the, the, the bad crimes? Probably not. And plus, we, we're dealing in a, in a society where we have jails that are overcrowded yeah. with people awaiting trial as it is. But, but, so, but I, we should also talk about the fact that, I mean, there are five guys in Brampton that just got released on bail for first-degree murder charge, which I'm dumbfounded. So if you can't keep five guys in, in pretrial custody uh, on the charge of first-degree murder, that tells me you're not going to keep in a guy charged with a gun. Right. And so, okay, that, that's an interesting, uh, yeah, that's those things, by the way, very rare, right, that anybody would ever get out on bail. But, but, I, but I think, I think you've got to look at it and, and say, why is that coming out of the mayor's office, number one? Number two, is it really something that the federal government, especially this prime minister, would even look at for a microsecond? And number three, is it, is it really by, by imprisoning more accused people, is, is that really going to make our street safer is that really but that's not what it's about learn it's about optics and, and and as you say there's no question that forum poll that's not all just like a coincidence this stuff is all strategically yeah, laid out and it's all hitting marks as they're supposed to so that people will say oh there's an election oh john Tor- oh he's our, he's tough on crime i'm gonna vote for him yeah, i mean oh yeah really yeah, yeah exactly exactly so so there's no doubt what you know it doesn't you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to say, I think the, pe- the people in Toronto, safety and gun violence, I think that that's something that they really, really would be concerned about. Of course, look at what, look at what, what the, the last, you know, six, seven months in the city has been like. Of course, it's going to be at the top of the list. But, but this isn't what we're talking about. And this isn't, this isn't the solution, quote unquote. This, you know, uh, th- this is politics. Politics and politics, and of course, as I say, the, the 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 thing that makes it so ironic is sending it to this prime minister, who's going to really even take a look at it as, right. as being somewhat serious. But but going back to what we were kind of like uh, talking about with the fact that this isn't even a story anymore. Like, at what point is a press gallery down there going to say, Mayor Tory? Do you even know what the motive was that night? We're talking about gun violence and all right. these solutions, but have you heard from the chief of police as to why this where happened? Are the reporters, Alex? It's kind of turning where into Las Vegas where all of a sudden we're going to get them. Well, we don't know. It just happened. We where just don't they? know. Where are they? Yeah. I don't want to sound like some old you-know-what, but where are the reporters? Where are the people? Where are the stories digging down on that story of what happened that day? Where is that? I know it's weird. I, I mean, that to me is really the, a discussion that hasn't been done and needs to be done. Where, where are those people? When, 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 you know, you said to me about my days as a reporter, quote, I, and I don't want to sound like that old, as everybody's saying right now, probably under their breath. But when I think about the people that I worked with, the people that were and I was in competition with at various newspapers and radio stations and television, everybody would be on this story. It would be like piranha with teeth yeah. until you got to the bottom of it. Yeah, but but now all it is is that you get an official and officials go, oh, no, 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 it's okay. No, it's no, mental it's illness. Nothing. No, no. It's just mental illness. Yeah. 
just, you know. It's mental illness. Yeah. It's nothing. So we don't have to worry about it. So instead, we talk about we're going to write letters to the prime minister of this country and say, can you change the criminal code so you keep in everybody who's been charged with a separate, you know, because that's going to really make a difference. Why? No, let's, let's, let's talk about maybe one day uh, the, the real issues going on. So, yeah, you know, I'm with you, Al. I, when I read that, when, when, when Tony sent the story to me, and and we were talking about it, and I thought, look at that, look at what's look at what's making it in the media. Look what people are caring about right now. That the mayor has wrote a letter to the to the prime minister. Come on, yeah, oh, like, I, I on. know. Anyway, I know. well, w- anyway, and by the way, there we go. And by the way, yeah. no one in the federal government is going to change anything. Period. No. They can't even deal are with mandatory minimums. It, it scares them. They don't, they're don't. they a hug-a-thug government. They don't want to be seen not as tough happen. on crime. It's not going to happen. I not do, however, want to yeah, I want to talk to you about this case out in Quebec because it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, quickly, yeah. the Superior Court there has granted yeah. health officials the right to force-feed a young woman who has anorexia. And they asked right. to forcefully treat this 20-year-old because her weight is... Um, it's about 32 kilograms. So she's very, she, she's in a lot of trouble. But this, oh, to sure. me, it's a terrible story. And if you've got anorexia in your family, it is a devastating, devastating illness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish it on no one. But uh, the court's kind of getting in and forcing, uh, force-feeding it. This is unusual. Oh, it's really unusual. And I, and here's one of the key reasons why the judge made the decision there. If you, if you look at the story, it was the psychiatric evidence, right? Because mm-hmm. that's important. Because obviously anorexia yeah. is a psychological illness yeah. by, by its very definition. Mm-hmm. And, and what we don't hear, that nothing, we don't know about the parents. There's nothing in there. that She's only 20. Um, don't hear anything about the family. And a psychiatrist comes out and, and he does the analysis and says, she's, this isn't an informed consent decision, right? This isn't somebody I think so by the very definition of of the anorexia what this has done to her body and obviously a court has intervened and 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 I don't know about you but when I read it and I thought to myself that's the right decision because it isn't a decision like somebody we can't say that this is somebody who has is a sound mind and just saying hey listen I don't want to eat leave me alone I have a I'm of sound mind okay it so let me just jump in because because assisted suicide is a thing in this country and so yeah. at what point then would this young woman you know if they can get her to a healthy weight get her so that she's she's thinking um you know independently but at what point would they be able to say if she said look I don't want to live I want assisted suicide um could she then yeah. apply? I mean, I'm not sure if well, she would fit the criteria, the but... Yeah, and that's really the interesting story, isn't it? Because, again, it would be, well, what, what type of um, evidence would, would, would have to be there? Yeah. What type of evidence was in this particular case? And that's why I said to you, in my mind, the real important evidence was, was the psychiatric evidence of, of somebody saying, basically, the way you read it is they weren't of sound mind. They weren't really knowing exactly what they were doing, and that that to me is the is the important part of it. And that's when you go to the assisted suicide aspect, and that's why a doctor who who will quote sign off on that yeah. has to be satisfied that that person is is of sound mind in, and making that decision. Yeah. What a sad story, oh, though. Oh terrible. my God, it is it's heartbreaking. Um, and I've got to leave it there, sir. So uh, wherever it is that you are. Enjoy it. I'm in Boston. Yeah, I'm okay. I didn't know if you want, but it is a terrific city. 
half the size of Toronto with a subway system twice the size. But that's a story for And a hell of a lot more character. What a town. That's a great town. Eat the seafood. We'll talk to you soon. For sure. Lauren Honigman joining us from Baston. What a beautiful, beautiful town. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.